Welcome to another interview at Animal Cafe. Each Monday, we offer a new podcast with experts and enthusiasts working to better the lives of animals. Check our website, animalcafe.co, for upcoming interviews and more. Hi, this is Edie Girolam, pet travel correspondent for Animal Cafe. Today, I'd like to welcome John Weston Dick, a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist for the Baltimore Sun, who wrote Dog Inc. about dog cloning. He's also a blogger at Oh My Dog, where he talks about traveling around the country for a year with his dog Ace, a 130-pound mutt. And that's uh, the journey that I would like to talk with John about today. So, welcome, John. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Sure. So now tell me, what inspired you to take this trip? Uh, several things. Uh, unemployment was a big one. <laughs> Not having anything better to do. Uh, John Steinbeck and, and probably my dog in, in large part. Um, I had just, well, I was, I was a reporter at the Baltimore Sun, and I quit to, to write Dog Inc., uh, a book about dog cloning. And uh, when that was done, started looking for jobs again and none, couldn't find any immediately and, and was officially went on unemployment and was, you know, at home kind of in a rut. I was doing my, my, my blog or my dog. Um, but, you know, other than that, I didn't have any sources of income or anything. And so I just decided, you know, if I could be unemployed just as easily uh, on the road. And, and so I packed up everything in my house and put it in storage and, and moved out. I was living in, in Baltimore uh, and just with no real charting course in mind, just hit the road with uh, Ace and see what we could see. And the, the book kind of also played a role in it. I think the book is about uh, cloning dogs and, and a lot of it is about you know dealing with a, a dog's death and, and people who, you know, just sort of refused to accept that and got their dogs cloned uh, with the idea that they'd have the same dog again, which it didn't always turn out that way. But but in writing that book, uh, I just got to thinking a lot about how some of us, maybe most of us, maybe all of us, uh, you know, kind of work our dogs into our, our busy lives and, and, you know, get mourned like heck when they die, but, but do we really fully appreciate them, you know, in the short time that, that we have them. So I decided, you know, this would be, even though, you know, my dog is let's travel, let's travel, I thought he might enjoy seeing the country. And he's a very social dog. He likes meeting people and dogs and stuff. So that's, I, we just go around the country and, and blog about it uh, in the process. Now, when did you do this? Uh, we left, it would have been May... 2010, um, and went all the way out west, kind of by a southerly route, uh, back to Baltimore. And then in September, we, we decided that we would would trace John Steinbeck's route and travels with Charlie. Um, and so we went up uh, to where he lived, once lived, in uh, Sag Harbor on Long Island, and from his house on the, the very same day, which was exactly 50 years after he took his trip. Wonderful. So are you done now? Are you are you home? 
Uh, I'm still not quite sure where home is. <laughs> uh, I went, went went back to to Baltimore. Um, kind of kind of just kept kept. Originally, I was going to do three months, and that turned into six months, and then it turned into a full year, and then we ended up, I think, at around 25,000 miles covered in all. Um, and I ended up uh, coming to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, which is where my mother lives, is also where I was born. And where they um, have to take you in, right? <laughs> that's what I figured, and I, I moved. I, mean, I kind of looked... When I stopped places for for more than a night or two, I, a couple places I stayed, you know, a month or two, like Arizona, where I also have family, I stayed in like a, a RV at a trailer park. Um, in Baltimore, I stayed on a on a sailboat. It didn't actually sail anymore, but it was docked and it was friends offered it to me. So the dog and I stayed on it for a week or so. Um, and when I came to Winston Salem, I got on Craigslist and uh, found a place that looked interesting. Uh, that was a the basement of a mansion. So Ace and I moved in there with the idea of you know staying here a few months. Um, and it was it was okay, but around that time they started getting back problems, and, and uh, so I had to uh, look for a place without steps. There were like 10 steps to get down in the basement. Um, and I was out with, with my mother, and we were driving around, and I asked her to show me uh, where they lived when I was born, because they moved away when I was like one. We all moved away. Down. Um, and so she drove me down the street and pointed to a, uh, an apartment and said, it's that one, and it had a for rent sign in the window. And better yet, it had no stairs to get inside, so I called and ended up moving in there. So I've been here for about four or five months. We still take little side trips, but our, our I think the, the full-time traveling is, is kind of done. So now you gave up your place in Baltimore. Then you didn't. Uh, did you put your things in storage? How did that? How did that work? Uh. Okay. It, okay. It it kind of cut into the goal. I mean, the whole goal, one of the goals anyway, was to to travel for the same amount we were spending. I was spending. <laughs> My dog doesn't actually spend money. <laughs> the same amount that I was spending on on rent and utilities in Baltimore. The goal was to sort of, you know, just travel on the shoestring and and stay under that amount. Um, so. The storage fee was, you know, like 90 bucks a month or something like that. Um, so we just kind of worked again, and it, it was okay. It was, uh, I don't recommend it. <laughs> At least in Baltimore, it was, they put a lot of uh, mice in the old storage unit, I think. <laughs> well, how did you do with meeting your goal as far as uh, finances were concerned, and what did you do? Did you as far as food and um, did you try to depend on the kindness of a lot of strangers or friends? We did. We did. We, you know, I mooched off a, a lot of friends and, you know, even a lot of people who I had not done a, a good job of staying in touch with over the years, but they heard about what I was doing and, and offered places to stay. I tried uh, couch surfing. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I am. But, uh, I, I did that just once. Um, I just sort of got online and you know, sent out a request, and this young woman just took me in just like that. It was amazing. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> it was pretty neat. Um, and it, uh, 
other than that, we stayed. We, we pretty much, you know, spent less than a thousand dollars a month. A few times, like car repairs and things, sent us over that. But mainly mooching off people and staying at, at you know the cheapest possible motels and Motel Six because they always take dogs and they're generally the cheapest. Uh, was we said we stayed in more than eighty Motel Six around the country. <laughs> And we yeah. we camped, camped a lot, not a lot. We just camped a few times actually, because I'm not a, a huge camper. And Ace Ace isn't real big on camping out. He prefers, you know, not luxury, but at least you know, walk <laughs> and move. All right, blame it on the dog. Yeah, <laughs> it's Ace who likes the uh, indoor life. Now tell me, uh, Ace is a pretty big dog. So how did people respond to him? Um, I guess Motel Six isn't a problem, but your friends did they? Or he, he freaked out some people. I mean, it, it, it's funny how people, you know, the, the variation of reactions to him. And I guess a lot of it is people who are maybe a little, you know, scared of dogs anyway. But it, he's 130 pounds, and he has a habit, and this is really Motel 6, of them, you know, hand out treats. And so he gets into this, well, actually he got into this habit even before at a bar he used to go to of, you know, jumping up and putting his front paws on the counter. <laughs> and, but when he, when he did that, like, for the first time at several motel fixes, you know, there were some, some shrieks and some people thought he was, you know, going to come over the counter. <laughs> but all in all, you know, mostly people uh, had no, you know, love at first sight kind of thing with him because he's, even though he's big, he's... Now, what is he a mix of, if you can try to guess at his heritage? Well, I don't have to guess because I did the DNA test that you can do now to figure it out. Um, he, and I'll tell you if you promise not to tell my landlord, and that's a joke. <laughs> he, he, uh, I actually, when I was back when I was a reporter at the Sun, I went the, the test had just come out. And so I did one then, and then I've done a couple since as the tests have evolved. Um, and for the purposes of, of writing about them on my website, um, but and they were all three that were slightly different. But the four breeds that, that show up in him are Rottweiler, Akita, Chow, and Pitbull. Oh, you're right. You're banned by everybody. Yeah. Anybody who bans breeds. <laughs> Luckily, nobody knows that. So he, but he looks yeah. like a big sweetie, is he? Yeah, he is. He is. So he's either a testament to uh, those negative stereotypes being myths, or a testament to the, you know, benefits of mixing. Right. Well, I, I tend to go for the myths or and the benefits of uh, yeah. of mixing. So both both of those are probably true. But um, so, did you have any pleasant surprises in terms? I can imagine that a lot of people were kind of freaked by 130 pound dogs. But did you have any um, experiences that you you were surprised pleasantly by uh, traveling with Ace? Um, I was pretty much constantly pleasantly surprised just by you know how how open people were to him and, and, and the the difference a dog makes in, in just connecting with people and that was really, you know, something I had found even before the trip and, and something John Steinbeck found on his trip is, you know, the dogs are dogs are such icebreakers and they kinda 
lead humans to to connect to each other. It's something you know, to talk about. Um, so there were there were really no, nothing, no terrible incidents at all along the whole way. And he got along with you know, we stayed at home with people with horses and cats, and he he got along with all of them. What kind of vehicle did you have? Uh, it's a 2005 Liberty. Uh-huh. Uh, so he, I put everything I could on on the roof rack and tried not to try to give him, you know, most of the the seat folded down, most of the whole the whole back area there, which was so he'd have room to move around. So I think he got he got pretty used to it. He sort of, I think it sort of became his security spot. A few a few times when we camp out and he'd you know get frightened by like a, a stick breaking or <laughs> headlight, he'd like run and jump in the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um well reading your blog I saw you met some pretty interesting people including Kinky Friedman, which must have been a hoot. So tell me about that and anybody else. Yeah, there. that was the that was a, mostly a surprise. I met most of the, our traveling wasn't, you know, Planned, uh, we did, and we didn't have a, like a real route most of the time. But I had gotten uh, an invitation from a woman in Texas, who's the editor of, uh, of the weekly newspaper in uh, Bandera, which is in the, the hill country of Texas, outside of Austin. Um, and she invited Ace and I to stay with her, and so we were staying with her and her husband and her two, three dogs, three dogs, I think. Um, and she told me about uh, Kinky Friedman. Well, I was, I, mean, I was a fan of his, his writing, but I didn't. I did not know he had a, a whole dog rescue place that he supports as well, called uh, Utopia, mm-hmm. in Utopia. Um, and so she helped me make arrangements to go out there and uh, got to take a tour of the place. And then I got to got to meet him and talk to him for a bit. Well, maybe you can explain to people who are, who don't know him um, a little about him. I I didn't know anything about his drive. I don't think he can, I don't think he can be explained. He's too complex. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a he's a writer, a novelist, wrote mystery novels, uh, also nonfiction, also ran for office, uh, does a, a little bit of everything, a, a musician. Uh, Pinky Friedman and the Texas Jew Boys, I think, was the name. Of, the name yes, of his. that's how I first became acquainted with, <laughs> with the concept. It's not the end. <laughs> he's, he's a fascinating guy. And then the other kind of cool thing that happened in Texas was we, uh, and this was also through a, a guy I had uh, talked with for a story on, on my blog before. Um, this guy used to be a, a reporter at the at the newspaper in Dallas and like a lot of reporters everywhere got bought out because newspapers shrunk Um, and he ended up becoming the PR man for a strip club, a gentleman's club in Dallas and he uh, we worked together on a couple of stories and he invited me to stop by but it turned out that uh, one of the employees there had adopted one of Michael Vick's dogs. So I ended up getting, Ace and I ended up getting to like hang out with her husband and Mel, the, the former Michael Vick dog. And that was, uh, that was really cool. That's a great story. 
So, um, of course, I have to ask you, are you going to write Travels with Ace? <laughs> that, well, there's, I sort of put everything on the, on not everything, but, but I do a website called Travels with Ace, um, which is, is because the traveling's done. The, the website almost done. It's, uh, I still add to it once in a while, but not daily like I, I was before. But yeah, that, that's you know, been the idea in the back of my mind when I started and in, in the front of my mind now is to, to turn it into a book. It's, you know, not, not the same thing as the blog, but, uh, sort of, sort of because next year is the 50th anniversary of Travels with Charlie is in, to sort of do a, a 50 years later version of that book, but not really a version of that book because mine would be more about dogs. Travels with Charlie, you know, it's a classic and everything. It never really talked a whole lot about Charlie. Well, that's um, interesting. I, I haven't read it, and I'm just going to, uh, I'm, that's my next book that I'm planning to read. So I, I was interested in how much Charlie was involved in, in the book. So it sounds like he was actually... He was actually uh, like an afterthought. I mean, John Steinbeck decided he wanted. To, he felt he was like losing his connection with you know the, the country and the common man, and so he decided he wanted to, to travel around the U.S. and, and meet people and, and write about it. Uh, and it was actually his wife that suggested we bring uh, their their French poodle Charlie along, um, ma- mainly because she thought you know they would give him some protection safer with a with a dog along. Um so it was sort of a last minute addition to the trip. But but it's you know, all the best parts of the book are about Charlie it's more a book about America and politics and, and you know, where we were in nineteen sixty. Um and so my trip was more, you know, going to the doggy places as opposed to trying to get into the politics and everything like that. Well, I like the idea of the 50th anniversary book. Do you? So you're you're staying put for now, but um, you do you have any idea of where you might go next? No, not really. Um, and I don't really have any idea how long I'll I'll stay around here. I do know that you know after the trip was just so liberating for me for me. I hope for my dog too, but I know it was for me, and it's—I would love to—I I, I feel the tug to get out again. Uh, so I'm sure now we'll do more traveling, and maybe someday I'll be able to afford a big, a big RV or something, but but not the gas for it. I don't know. <laughs> Well, we'll look forward to your continued adventures. Now, we can read about them on uh, ohmydog.com, spelled with an I-O-H-M-I-D-O-G.com. Right. Okay. And uh, is there a special section on, on the blog? Where is it the Travels with Ace section? or do, that you, you, can, you can get the Travels with Ace uh, from there, but, or you can, just, you can just go to travelswithace.com. Um, which is the second website. Okay. Okay. And com is the website for my book. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, John, for being here, and uh, we look forward to the continued adventures uh, with Ace and um, and the book. <laughs> Ace, well, thank you, Edie. It was fun talking with you. Okay. 
And uh, for all of you at Animal Cafe, um, we'll look forward to the next adventure with you.